Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will drive Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a screenshot from Dumois. Uh, Forgive us. Forgive us. It's a screenshot from Dumois. It's a text that says, Anon, please. Sat next to Sean and Camilla on a flight from JFK to LAX. She brought flowers as one of her carry-on items. They made out. He climbed on top of her. And he also asked her if she'd like to watch Marie Antoinette. She said no. Incredible. The detail work yes. here on this lie. <laughs> on this lie. Sure. I, I don't know that I believe it, but every what I think is really funny is that every detail, the flowers, the making out with him climbing on top of her, and she saying, her saying no to Marie Antoinette are like equally, I can't like rank, No, I think the details, the details are they're too all funny. specific and too rich to be fake in this specific instance, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost too good. I mean, this this broke our rule of not really talking about Demois stuff for various reasons. But I will or say, even thems. when a Demois <laughs> screenshot reaches me, because I don't follow it myself and I don't really like pay attention as much, but when it reaches us, then it's like. It's a good one, you know? Multiple people sent it to us or tweeted it at us and said, you have to see this. And they were right. We had to see this. Never forget. Saw Biden in D.C. Anon, please. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Domois submission. Saw Biden in D.C. and non plays. Yeah, hon, he's there. He lives there. I mean, sitting next to Sean and Camilla must... I Chaos. mean, you better get your flight for free. Please. I feel like you could make a pretty decent complaint to, like, the JetBlue agent when you called them. And it's like, I have a complaint 
if you did it politely over the phone, the moment it came out that you sat next to Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello, I think they'd be like, oh, honey, we'll give you a credit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the other thing that, like, this makes me think, too, is, like, if somebody sat next to me on a plane and then, like, reported back what I did, it would be equally bad. Like, it would just, there. Of course, it would be started, watched 15 minutes of new. What would you do? You're the best person to sit next to on a plane because you don't go anywhere. You like you sit in the window, you <laughs> lean against the window, you like I'm watch something, if they you were don't like, scuffle around. You know, it just I just feel like that's being on a plane like you exhibit a lot of like very uh private behavior. Your worst behavior. In a public place, you know, like put her seat back too far or like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't know what I would do, but I'm sure it, I'm sure it would be something worth if I was someone worth talking about it'd be something worth reporting because it is a place where you like display private behaviors in a public space in a public space Anon please (laughs) sat next to Bobby and Lindsay on a flight from JFK to LAX Lindsay leaned against the window and watched Love Island the whole time I'm not sure how Bobby got up to go to the bathroom eight times (laughs) and restarted the fugitive 12 12 different (laughs) times Both of them had six bags of tarot chips. <laughs> yeah, see, it would be like that. It would be like Lindsay never got up from her seat, but somehow got millions of snacks. <laughs> they, Accumulated they both got so two. Many. They both drank two tomato juices and gave the same monologue about how good tomato juice is <laughs> each time. <laughs> one of them said "yum yum yum," and then the other one said "yum yum yum." <laughs> I mean, it would. I mean, I'm yum, just yum, yum. saying, like, it just would be like. I can't imagine the things you just you just do crazy things on the plane, you know. Do you think they have a splitter, like a headphone splitter, or do you think they each share a bud? No, I think they put on their headphones and they go one, two, three, play, and they play the same. Play. Oh, I see, I see, I'm yeah, joking. yeah, that's. I'm that's joking. I'm joking. He also asked her if she'd like to watch Marie Antoinette. She said no. That is like the that's the icing on the cupcake. That is this little submission, you know. No, no. Bringing flowers as one of her carry-on items is also a detail that, like, I think it's buried in everything else. That's a little too twee. Where People do you put are, them? In the overhead? Well, I mean, they're fl- whatever. Maybe somebody gave her flowers, like, in New York, and she wanted to take them with her. That is kind of in a little... In the airport? That's kind of a little... I mean, no, like, before she left New York? I don't know. That's a stretch. Also a stretch. This headline on Us Weekly that really killed me yesterday i mean it's it's a thing where when you click the headline you will see themier people but to use two who's really really kills me health update this is an us weekly health update health update niall horan amanda bruegel and more stars who support the vaccine i know that we are currently in a crisis where more and more people need to get vaccinated i'm saying this ain't the strategy <laughs> this is well, not just, gonna work maybe niall but no one's seeing like amanda bruegel from from uh where's she from uh um she's on tale. the handmaid's tale and being like mm-hmm. oh i should really get vaccinated like that's not gonna <laughs> really turn the page for somebody though i support the support you know the and more stars is doing a lot of work here in this headline is what mm-hmm. you're trying to say a lot of heavy lifting because when you click it it's like ariana grande steve martin which is a is a weird pair, but still, you will see actual A-listers, you know? Uh. But to start with one of the lesser One Directioners, I mean, as I, I am a Nile fan. Oh, my God. And then Amanda Bruegel. Don't say that on this podcast. You're trying to Who I us. would say is best known for Handmaid's Tale and your favorite movie of all time, A Diva's Christmas Carol, starring Vanessa Williams. Yes. I just feel like that's not the right strategy. 
I saw when I was Googling Amanda Bruegel, I saw this headline on our favorite website, Looper, that said, Snowpiercer's Amanda Bruegel, because she's a character actress who's in a million things, Snowpiercer's Amanda Bruegel reveals what it's really like working with Jennifer Connelly. And I was like, give me some spicy tea, Looper.com. And then you scroll down and it's like, and it's like, Jennifer Connelly is so nice and humble. And I was wow, like, wow, she's well, really beautiful and good at her job. Up. Incredible. Thanks, Looper. <laughs> illegal. Illegal. Yes. Should be illegal. Oh, I know you hate when I do segues because we cut segments, but speaking of things that should be illegal, Haley Road B- Baldwin, excuse me, Haley Road Bieber doing these interviews in her bathroom. We, I really hate when it. When I cut a segment and I have to somehow work around Bobby going, speaking of YouTube, here is something else on YouTube. <laughs> and I have to figure out how to chop that up to make sense. Like, truly the worst. Just put in the sensor noise. Speaking of boop. We really need like a transition to... sound or something, but it's not going to happen because it's just not going to happen. No. But Haley Rhode gonna... <laughs> Baldwin has been doing her YouTube channel for four months now. I checked. And we both think that's much longer than we expected. What's up, you guys? It's Haley, and welcome to another episode of Who's in My Bathroom. Hey, everyone. It's Haley, and I am back with another episode of Who's in my bathroom? It's Haley, welcome back to another episode of Who's in my bathroom? Hey you guys, it's Haley. Welcome back to another episode of Who's in my bathroom? I'm just like, I'm not going to give her an award at 4 months of YouTube if she no. surpasses Six. if she surpasses Brie Larson's year, if she if she does the Brie Larson aka a year of active YouTubing. Although Brie Larson was doing YouTube like none other, but if she surpasses a year of active YouTubing, then she gets a pat on the back from me. Just a pat on the back, not an award. So she had Marseille Martin on well, who's in my bathroom and they made cupcakes. And the first question that she asked Marseille Martin of Little and Blackish fame was, how old are you? Well, <laughs> it was just like, this is the quality of this YouTube series. How old are you? How old is she? 16. Oh. And then Haley was like, wow, I'm so impressed. You're you're so impressive. You've done so much. You're the youngest person to ever get a um, movie credit, too. Like a producer credit Oh, I thought you were saying you're the youngest person like, yeah. to be on my YouTube channel. And I'm like, yeah, you've had like four well, episodes. So I Later on, she's like... Do you have a driver's license yet? And Marseille is like, no. And then you hear Marseille's mom talking off camera, and you realize that Marseille's mom is like watching because she's a minor. And then, yeah, right, ha- her mom's there. With Haley her. reveals, Haley reveals that she's never graduated from high school, that she never finished high school, and Marseille's like, you never finished high school. And then they play an SAT game. It's very awkward, but I feel like the comments are filled. It's it, the comments are not a great place to be because they're people who are very supportive of both of those women. But it's like. <laughs> Maybe they are. Maybe that means they are a good place to be. Well, I mean, you're getting very a very skewed. I know, but you, uh, that way you said that was oh, a little right. shady. It's a terrible place to be because people support women. Right? No, like, oh my God. okay, that's not what I meant. <laughs> the comments are terrible because all these people like these women. It's like, yeah, well, they're watching the YouTube video. You're the only asshole watching it. If you don't like, because you don't like Haley Road Beaver. Oh my you God! Ass. Oh my God! You know what I mean. You're well, only getting one mm, side of the story. Okay, you're I only do. getting super mm-hmm. fans. Sure. But they're like, I love Haley. She is so good at this. She's such a wonderful interviewer. And I'm just like, I don't really see that. But I am surprised that she's still doing. I this. do wonder. You know, the we've talked about this when this channel launched. But the the kind of long game for this because it's like, did Haley 
launched the channel because nobody really knew she was or that she had a personality and she mm-hmm. thinks that she has one. It's like that's actually like a good reason to do it, right? So that she's showing her personality. And then the other thing I thought of, which is like, is this like a long game to like get a TV show? So like Paris Hilton's short-lived cooking show became a Netflix show before it a even Netflix had show. a chance to be fun and good it just it had a few episodes and then it got ruined because now it's going to be a show and now it's going to be bad you know they're going to take all that's fun and janky about it and just like escalate it and it's going to be not fun right like the minute Mm -hmm. I heard that I was like oh great so she like immediately monetized like a silly fun thing that she was doing Mm -hmm. that gave her like personality and realness now we have to watch it on Netflix or whatever which I do not plan to do but the point is is that I don't know if Haley is going for that specifically. I don't think she is. And nor do I think she'd be offered that opportunity from mm-hmm. this channel's output. I really think that the the only reason she's doing this, which is not even a, a bad reason. I think it's actually a pretty smart reason. And it also seems like she's putting a lot of money into this. Like she has like a, like a production crew here. Like these videos actually look quite good. But I think the reason to do this is to just like stay in the it's press a personality play right no it's like and it use their stories will come from it and then people write about stories yeah yeah, yeah it's boring it's boring it's boring it's yeah, boring it's boring it's boring it's it's boring but whatever not it's boring okay um, okay next up did you study this beforehand what is zest lemon with the tongue what is a tomatillo <laughs> no okay i just went <laughs> okay. tommy dorfman we didn't talk about Tommy Dorfman last week. We're talking about her today. Tommy Dorfman came out, or actually did not come out, clarified herself in Time Magazine in an interview with That's why Corey I loved Peters. the, like, headline of it all. Like, it was really nice. It's like, it was in mm-hmm. Time. I feel like it, it really has become, like, since Ellen, it's like, Elliot Page, you know, like, we really have a run on people wanting to come to Time to talk about this which is nice it means like it feels like a supportive place and they'll represent they'll represent you the way that you want to be represented which I like which is why I liked the headline Tommy Dorfman would like to clarify because the whole idea behind this was oh I'm out you know I'm my friends Mm -hmm. and my family all know that I'm trans I've you know been going by these pronouns now for a long time etc but like as a public figure I need to clarify because I haven't actually come out publicly so mm-hmm. technically I'm not coming out, but technically it's a clarification. So like explaining that and also kind of explaining, which I kind of love. We've talked about Tommy Dorfman as a who because Tommy Dorfman is like one of those has a lot of famous friends, but herself isn't, I would say, as like IMDb heavy on the credits, like still kind exactly. of, you know, like, which was also Tommy really. Tommy Dorfman is around. Right. But like if you looked her up, you'd be like, oh, what has she done? You know, like, OK. But what's really funny is that all the headlines were. 13 reasons why Tommy Dorfman is trans, which sounds like the, but it sounds like the us. 13 reason why, 13 reason why star Tommy Dorfman comes out as trans. And it sounds like you're giving 13 reasons why she came out. (laughs) That's what I'm saying is that every single headline for this that was like based off this read insane because they kept saying 13 reasons why Tommy Dorfman. It's like, what? So every time I laughed because you have to see the humor in that. Cause that's, that's her main There's credit. only one reason. There's only one reason. It's because that's who she is. <laughs> right. Which is what she's trying to convey in this interview with Tori Peters. Tori Peters wrote really good book, Detransition Baby that came out last year, earlier this year, maybe earlier this year. Yeah. Anyways, they had, a, they had a nice convo. I liked it done as a Q&A as opposed to a profile. Always, Obviously, I think that's always a better format I for this I always stuff. think that's the right way to do this. 
Q&As are just like the move. Because people get Q&As to say what they the want to say, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because she talks a lot about the idea that she still is very much at the beginning of her career, her acting career, which I would agree with. Yeah, and right. like that, you know, she's she's wants to play female characters. She was already cast in the new Lena Dunham movie that is coming out. I don't know when, but it's Lena's working on it. Hey guys, it's Tommy Dorfman, and these are my 17 favorite things. Number eight, uh, socks, because I hate wearing shoes without socks because I hate the way it feels, and I don't like walking around my house without socks. I have to always have socks on. Number nine, the LGBTQ youth. I feel like everything I do is with them in mind. You inspire me, and you're the reason I wake up in the morning. Then, since this interview came out, which was interesting in the past, like, week or so, she got this, like, boost of, like, notoriety, obviously, because it's an interesting Mm -hmm. topic, and people are always interested in this stuff, and... So she keeps getting the, like, steps out. 13 Reasons <laughs> Why Actress Tommy Dorfman steps out in a den of many dresses. coming out. Yeah, yeah. Like, be, uh, she showed her I, – I loved – I hope she's excited about these because I think they're fun headlines, even though they're, like, paparazzi shots. Like, 13 Reasons Why star Tommy Dorfman beams as she shows off her chic style while out with pal Rowan Blanchard. She got, like, slim pins in one of the headlines, I, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like, yes, this is fun. I I mean, I think. And also, like, clearly she's walking around New York, like, mm-hmm. you know, seeing the paparazzi and expecting this. Looking maybe. very chic. Like, literally going shopping and getting coffee with her friends. There's a lot of Rowan Blanchard. Again, Rowan Blanchard, who we haven't talked about in a while, yeah. has proven Romy's herself world. to be kind of the cool girl. She's like, an it girl. Because her whole thing is always like, I'm cool, but I'm also very smart. Like, I'm, well, she's very, I'm the right. best of my generation. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hey, guys, what's up? I'm Rowan Blanchard, and you're watching Disney Channel. Bippity-boppity-boo. Tommy's been seen out with her. I th- Tommy is part of, like, a crowd. We talked about this. Like, remember when Tommy and Tommy's husband were in a, like, quarantine house with, like, Ashley Benson and, like... Cara Delevingne. And um, what's her face? And uh, uh, Andy McDowell's daughter was there too. Margaret Qualley. Margaret Qualley. But that was brief. That was like when people thought the lockdown was going to be a month. And then they realized it was going to be longer. And Tommy was like, I'm going home. (laughs) Right. No, but that was such a funny, I'd love to hear the behind the scenes of that. Because that was such a funny, like, it's like, why is Tommy Dorfman and her husband, like, in this house, like, with these people? Like, they thought they were just going to, like, have a fun long month of, like, Mm -hmm. hanging out and, like, co-working. But it turned out (laughs) that they're like, we got to go. Yeah. We got to go. Then we got a lot of. You get a lot of tweets like, well, what about Tommy Dorfman's husband? And it's like, well, what about Tommy Dorfman's husband? Tommy Dorfman's husband is like, yeah, I love my wife. So yeah. Well, it wasn't here. clear whether – there was a little bit of wording in the interview that made it seem like she was like, I'm, an, I'm having a clean slate you know, in the dating sense of it all. Mm-hmm. But then reading a few more things that came out after, I, I think that she's still with her husband. I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, that's where things speculate on. But like – I, it was unclear to me. It was unclear to yeah. me. Uh, the husband did put out like a very supportive statement. Um, so I don't know. Because you know what happened? I mean, yeah. honestly, like Elliot Page came out and he he got they it. Split up. He split up. So it's like it can cause like a riff. I loved this photo that I pasted in of Tommy and Rowan and a mystery friend like sitting outside a coffee shop looking honestly miserable. Who wouldn't whenever you're uh, being photographed by I everyone? I mean, I think they got but them the- in like a very rude moment. I mean, it's like truly so rude. But the caption is so funny. Breather. The trio chilled out on a bench outside of a coffee shop where they looked to enjoy each other's company, which is 
clearly a joke captioned because they all look so miserable in this photo i think it's very funny right hi i'm tommy dorfman and today i'm playing hulu's rapid fire questions let's begin and I'm Rainy Quali. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tommy Dorfman. And I'm Rainy Quali. And today we're playing Rapid, Rapid Fire, Fire Questions. Ali Fedotowski got shingles, which is no, really sad. Oh, not Ali Fedotowski. Shingles scary. Who is she again? Oh, Bachelor. Bachelor. She's former Bachelor Nation. But she was person. the one who like worked for Facebook and quit to go on The Bachelor. Anyway, she's been yes. somehow yes. like relevant for so long after. That was like and there's something about her name five or something. I just got home. I am just, I can't even explain the pain I'm in. Um, my doctor prescribed this gabapentin. It's supposed to help with uh, nerve pain. Sorry, I'm gonna go lay down, go to bed. But oh my gosh, shingles suck. Yeah, there's something about she's been around for so long that like I always. My first, my gut instinct is that Ali Fedotowski is uh, an actor. So I'm like, oh, she's right. she's like institutional like, think, in this podcast. Right. I just think about her as like a little more, uh, a little higher up the, the ladder than most Bachelor contestants. And I'm not really sure why. I don't know why she really deserves that. She's super that. sherry. I think it's just, and I think that's also why, too. She's super like yeah. sherry. And we get a lot mm-hmm. of her intimate moments aka getting shingles because she's putting this stuff on instagram this time she put on instagram and she was like i can get i got shingles i don't even know i could get them at my age you know and it's like Mm -hmm. common misconception young people can get shingles you know young people can get shingles there's also a shingles vaccine that you can get if you ask your doctor hashtag shingles virus she put let's use the hashtag that ali has started hashtag shingles virus but she's, you know, she's raising awareness about about shingles, and I actually find this commendable. Do you? People don't understand shingles. Yeah. Sure. Shingles hurts. Well, I have some facts. Okay. Recently, had a, a someone close to me got shingles. Thirty uh, something person. So anyway, it got me a little nervous. While I go, can I get shingles? I've had chicken pox, whatever. <laughs> and I was talking to my dermatologist because I had my annual sure. mole check. Sure. Yeah, and we're talking about my moles. We're talking about shingles. Yeah. And he's a he's a little he's a little bit of a weirdo. Oh, but really? He was like I. He did talk about how he had seen. Um, he thinks that he was like shingles is so interesting because like it's 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 caused by the chickenpox virus, but it can also but it's also contagious. So it's. It could be like brought on by stress, like but most we brought shingles on by any number of things. Things that you see are stress related in younger people. Right. It's not contagious. It's not they didn't that's get it by see. contagiousness. That's how that's how the Meanwhile, the chicken I know pox, about the whole yes. thing about chicken pox is it's like contagious and children get it by like jumping into each other. You exactly. Know? Yeah. But he was talking about how as a dermatologist, he was like, I understand that it can be brought on by this like dormant virus that's reactivated by stress. But he was like, I also think that it's way more contagious than people give it credit for. He was like, because I have seen, he was like, I've almost seen no cases of shingles this year. Um, And he was like, it's just, it's, and this is an old guy, my dermatologist is old. He's like, I always see like a very, you know, consistent amount of shingles cases every year. And I've seen like none. And so he's like, I think it's more contagious than people give it credit for. So it's like, if you are around someone, so who he's has saying like you get the flu effect that COVID has caused, where no one's really getting the yes. flu as much, is also which is also shingles because it is con- is more contagious than people thought. Which is also why he brought up the shingles vaccine. 
He was like, it's worth getting the shingles vaccine if you can. Hashtag shingles virus. Talk to your virus. doctor about the vaccine. <laughs> Niall Horan, Amanda Bruegel, and more stars who support the shingles vaccine. <laughs> I mean, we are like, we, it's, the shing, shingles are not going to get the attention that it needs for it, years. We are focused on a different vaccine. The shingles vaccine is, that's why Ali Fatatowski is doing line. God's work, you know, bringing attention to. Get in line. I just wanted to be... Uh, clear and honest about why I will be missing the unbroken events in the next few days, which is that I found out last night that I have chicken pox. So I will be home itching and missing everyone. And I can't believe it because this film means so much to me. I just can't believe it. But, uh, but such is life. There it is. And, um, Send everyone my love and and hope everything goes well. Okay, Destry Spielberg. Well, I mean, and Owen King and Hopper Penn. There and Hopper Penn. This was all kicked off this nepotism debate, which, you, as you know, we love nepotism. I absolutely love it. Um, by this Twitter account that I think is just like one of those like film aggregators. But sometimes they reword stuff in a very specific way that gets people chatting. And this one, I think they did a very good job in because the tweet is this. It's like culture crave or pop crave. But it's for like film nerds, you know. At discussing film. Hopper Penn, Sean Penn's son, and Brian Darcy, James, have been in, have been cast in The Right Way from director Destry Spielberg, Steven Spielberg's daughter, and writer Owen King, Stephen King's son. So like by putting those ex's son ex's daughter in parentheses this tweet started a like snowball effect of people being like lmao you know when it's like Mm -hmm. what's pretty funny is like nepotism aside how do you think these people get know each other it's because they're all these people's sons and daughters right (laughs) so of course they're working on it because they all went to the same high school the other funny thing about this is that uh, this this tweet doesn't say what the right way is. It's a short film. If you go to de- if you go to uh, Deadline and read about it, it's like they're working on a short film together. You know what I mean? It's not like that right. crazy impressive. Sorry, I mean short films are well, cool, that's... but I I read this as some sort of like feature film, and I'm like, oh wow, like that's kind of a lot for all these. But it's it's just a short. But that short. ends up being that ends up being that ends up proving Franklin Leonard, who is the screenwriter and like Hollywood guy who founded the blacklist that like annual competition where you find like the best unproduced screenplays right this that's what this guy's claim to fame is Franklin Leonard and he quote tweeted the discussing film tweet and said Hollywood's a meritocracy right like lol shade but the fact that this was a short film proves his point because it's like typically a short uh, casting announcements for a short film would not would be not get deadline. deadline. Coverage. No, no one would care. You're totally right. But it becomes a story because of nepotism. So right. it's actually like even more egregious that it's a short film, you know? But anyway, yes. he goes, Hollywood's a meritocracy, right? And that makes Destry Spielberg have to like. Well,. First, defend herself. First, it gets Ben Stiller going for some reason. So Ben Stiller starts fighting with him about it in the tweets. And then Destry Spielberg responds and then deletes. And her tweet says, I am just a young aspiring female female filmmaker who admires the art of cinema. People can argue nepotism, but I know deep down that I worked hard to get where I am and it wasn't easy. Beyond proud of this film and proud of the team it took to make it. And then she said, I acknowledge I was born with privilege. I own that through and through. I make it my mission to bring new talent into the industry and give opportunities to artists of all backgrounds. No one should be left out because of their connections that they don't have. So you're talking about uh, Stephen King's son and uh, Sean Penn's of all backgrounds. son. Whether they're 
horror Stephen writers, King, whether, whether they're Academy Award winning actors, whether they are director's daughters. I love giving everyone opportunities. I mean, no, I don't. Penge. I don't want to be super mean to her, but. Uh, Sean Penn's son Hopper Penn has been in stuff. He's like an actor. He works. He's a working actor. Uh-huh. And Owen King has uh-huh. been writing Stephen King esque stuff for a while as well. So it's like these aren't like not only are these not not only are these not people who don't have connections, but they're also already working in the industry that they want to be working in, which is yeah. their father's but, I mean, industries. You know why Ben Stiller joined in on this conversation without because his parents like, he are... just like chimed in because he's nepotism right, well. and it's like obviously something that he is very sensitive about. So even though no one mentioned Ben Stiller, people often I think forget that Ben Stiller is from a famous Hollywood family. But like no one mentioned him, and he goes too easy at Franklin Leonard. People working, creating, everyone has their path. Wish them all the best. Yeah. Which is well, like, he's saying almost nothing there, which is true. But it's like, the only reason you're involving yourself in this conversation is because you are aware of yourself, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a frustrating conversation because, you know, you call nepotism them somebody when they're like, not good. Because you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't deserve this and you're not even that good. But then when they're good and it's also nepotism, you're like, oh, well, they're good. Like, well, so it's whatever. A, So that's why it's like one of those things where... It's hard to negotiate in your mind that, like, everything feels that it's this way. But, like, Hollywood is a family business, kind of, in many ways. Mm-hmm. Like, Destry's. <laughs> it's not surprising. Destry's Twitter, yeah. Destry's, Destry's Twitter bio, like, absolutely put me on the floor because it's it's like the it's like the twitter construction like say you're a product of nepotism without saying you're a product of nepotism and her bio is writer director actress star horse star equestrian, equestrian. <laughs> i was like the moment you say equestrian next to all those things i think we can put two and two together location london, london england. england yeah i mean it's uh, Whatever. I'll watch the short film. I'm not watching it. How do you... Not even, who cares? Actually, I, I won't watch the short film. It's time for the relationship corner. We have five splits. I'm going through this quick. Five splits. I'm going through this quickly so you better pay attention, okay? Shauna Mokler and Matthew Rondeau broke up. Shauna Mokler is Travis Barker's ex who is only getting attention because of Travis Barker. And I feel bad for her because honestly, that's probably all she gets asked about. And it's probably really fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a boyfriend who she could be like, but I'm happy. Here's my boyfriend. And now she doesn't. He said, quote, I hope she finds what she's looking for, but it's not going to be me. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> Babe, okay. It's like, you can just do half of that sentence. I hope she finds what I she's know. looking for. You can put a period there, not a comma, sir. <laughs> no one asked for the second part. Okay. Moving on, number two, Lindsay Chrisley, spelt insane, L-I-N-D-S-I-E. Yes, that Lindsay Chrisley and Will Campbell are getting a divorce. After mm-hmm. nine years, sad. Uh, she's the Chrisley Knows Best daughter. I'm not sure if she's the one who hates her father, but it wouldn't surprise me. One of them hates him, right? She is the one who hates her dad. Oh, she is the one who hates her dad? She is the one who hates her dad. She is. Okay, yeah. so Lindsay is one of the the one who hates her dad. I'm, does Savannah <laughs> yes. hate her dad too? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Savannah, Savannah likes her dad. Okay, great. Because they, like, work together. Uh, moving on, number three, Sammy Sweetheart, a.k.a. the small business owner of Sammy. Sammy's on the coast. Her... The, the boardwalk, the boardwalk shop. 
What's the shop called? It's called oh Sandy's uh, Coast. It's called Coast, Coast, Coast Sweetheart Coast. Sweetheart Coast. Yeah, you're right. Sweetheart Coast. A really a terrible lis- name. Listener John sent me a picture of himself. Did you know that that store has a step and repeat that you can take photos in front of, which makes <gasps> me want to go there so badly. Another reason to go to Atlantic. Sent City. me a picture of himself in the step and repeat. He looked amazing. Thank you so much, right. John. Ocean City. Excuse me. Oh, they were fianced. Fianced. They were on fianced. Christian yeah. Biscardi. Uh, the breakup doesn't seem to have dampened her spirits. When a fan asked if she was happy, she responded, yes, in all caps. <laughs> okay, moving on, number four. This is pretty funny because uh, <laughs> Nelly had been dating a woman named Chantel Jackson for a long time, since 2014. And just this week, she confirmed that they had broken up. Then later, the shade room posted about it, and he stepped into the shade room, my favorite thing a celebrity can do, and he said, well, actually, just ended five years in 2019. Haven't been together for the past two years. Okay, now you'll know. Hashtag facts. (laughs) So, like, no one cared enough to ask if they were together. I mean, no one just cared enough to know. They broke up, like, pre-pandemic, and then now people are just finding out. Well, the way that – even the way that it was confirmed that they broke up was funny. Like – it, one of them posted a photo of the two of them together and a, a, a fan commented, I love seeing you guys together. And then Chantel wrote, responded to the commenter and said, well, we're not. We're just friends. <laughs> right. And then Nelly, and then they posted about it or the shade room did and Nelly stepped they in broke up. and said, yeah, we haven't been together in two years. Yes. Okay. And now last but Number not five. least. Well, actually it is kind of least. Last and least. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, what's last but not least? Does anyone say like last and certainly least, you know? Like this one is least. There's we a- can do that now. Last and certainly least, Mabel and Rome Flynn. Mabel, who is a singer, we talked about her. She had like a big song a few years ago and then like occasionally some okay songs. She, but she's, she's Swedish? She's one of those Swedish girlies. But right? she's the daughter, we talked about this, of uh, Nina Cherry. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was dating this actor named Rome Flynn, who you might know from How to Get Away with Murder and some other things. And they have broken up now multiple times. I love this. A source has told The Sun, however, that the God is a Dancer songstress and the How to Get Away with Murder actor have split once again. So they broke up for a second time. A second time. Right. Yeah, truly least. That's truly least. They must be like more famous in the UK because we got some. She, I think she's British. Mabel and Rome have a ton of chemistry, but it's no secret their relationship faced serious challenges. He lives in LA while she is based in the UK and they both travel a lot for work. When you consider those factors, it's pretty unlikely romance, but they like each other so much that they agreed to try again earlier this year. They, things were so much more in their favor when they were actually in the same country, but unfortunately it didn't work out and they are both single again. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I use Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. 
This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports, and in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me, they're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Talked, We've talked about Kate Moss's sister, Lottie Moss, who's like in the Daily Mail nonstop, but this is from The Sun. Mm-hmm. She is dating somebody, and it's Ooh. big news. Yeah, she's dating the Vamps singer Tristan Evans for weeks, they claim. There's chemistry. They met their friends huge. and really Lindsay, hit it this off. This is huge. She is Stop seriously keen and told friends she is really into Tristan. It all became public after they had a snog during a night out on the Capitol. But this isn't just a flash in the pan. Um, I love this because at the end of this paragraph, they said the Vamp star Tristan had been single. Do you know a Vamp song? I don't think I know a Vamp song. No. Do Is that a no. thing? Should we know I a vamp song? I only hear about the vamps in English press. They talk about like, like are they a real band? Tristan Evans pops up sometimes. Or are they like a fake they band? They must in be a, movie? a real band. I couldn't, I couldn't name a song. Maybe if it's one of those bands where it's like you hear the song and you're like, oh wait, they use that song in movie trailers sometimes. Like, right. but I could not tell you a vamp song. So this is the vamp star Tristan has been single since he split from his fiance Anastasia Smith in 2018, while Lottie, okay. the younger sister of supermodel Kate, has been on the market since her short-lived fling with Ronan Kemp last year. I searched Anastasia Smith and Tristan, whatever his last name's, Evans maybe, and what's really funny is in, in 2018, Just Jared Jr. called it the most shocking split of 2018. So, Jesus. And I was like, according, I don't think you think that. I don't think you think that. <laughs> Wait, let's hear a vamp song. Let's, okay. Let's put a vamp song in the episode. I'm going to play one and see if you recognize it.
I was expecting, I don't know what, I think I was, I was expecting, expecting like a like punk rock strokes. situation. Yeah. Not like a, I was expecting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like that type of shit. Whoa. Yeah, like. With like a weird EDM drop. Yeah, that sounds like Owl, Owl, what's that band? Owl City. Owl City mixed with like fun, period. Like why? Yeah, like I wasn't expecting the vibe to be like, we're gonna have a good time yeah. tonight. What's or that? like. Yeah, th- this is not the vibe I was expecting, and I'm really not interested. I'm not, I'm, I, I thought he was cool, and now I'm like, okay, Lottie, to each their own. Speaking of Brits, we should stay in the Brit. We should stay in the UK, I guess. We're staying in the UK, okay. Guess what? Oh, uh, no, 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 I don't want to talk about this. You might have noticed on the Who Weekly Instagram, if you follow it, which you should be because it's updated sporadically enough to be interesting. And I've put a few things in the stories where... Put that in the Instagram bio. (laughs) Updated sporadically enough to be interesting. Uh, I mean, is that not true? It should be updated. It should be updated more if we were doing our job properly. But unfortunately, we We are lazy. You do do all those TikToks. You're great at that. uh, Yeah, well, that goes along with my insomnia sickness. So I... Okay, so uh, if you've noticed, like Moving I have, something bad for me. <laughs> if you've noticed something in the in the Instagram, which is that I've posted in these reels, reels, or are they reels? Are they reels? They're Instagram. They're reels Instagram, on Instagram reels, yeah, which yeah. is like longer Instagram stories of Brooklyn Beckham. That's right, the Brooklyn Beckham, the Brooklyn Beckham, who remains very strange. He is now and active, pivoting and active. into food. When you first sent me the video of him making like pasta with spaghetti uh, sauce, it was a steak. It was a no, it was a steak. His first thing that you sent was a steak quesadilla because he like makes the steak and then he cuts it up. I was like, he's trying to get a show. Like he's, oh no, he's pivoting to. Food. I mean, Remember talk about like, I'm a photographer. Talk about nepotism, like. This dude makes like one quesadilla on Instagram, and according to the son, he's in talks with YouTube and Facebook about an online series. God. I also, mean, he uses metal utensils on his nonstick pants, which instantly repulsed me. I was like, has anyone seen Dark Waters? I haven't, but I know what it's about. And I'm not using metal utensils on my nonstick pans. Brooklyn's that, got a I don't real even own a nonstick Brooklyn's, pan. Brooklyn's got a real flair in the kitchen. His tutorials, first of all, they're not tutorials, they're like sped up. They're not cooking. tutorials. He has posted Instagram, received great feedback. But you're right. Like, there's no, I don't know. You look at, like, the viral chefs online right now, and you either really have to have a lot of skill. Like, you will forgive a lack of personality for recipes that you love, right? Like, well, this person bugs the shit out of me, but their food is iconic. And then you'll you look at someone, which I think is really common on TikTok, where it's like, you get two versions on TikTok, where it's just like the actual the form of the video is just so compelling to see like that outdoor the the, the guy who grills outside yeah with and his he big makes knife, he, you know? he cuts up his little his, it's like his fun little to watch him do all this stump. stuff outdoors yeah he's on a little stump cutting up his like, little vegetables and then you have your tabitha browns who were way more personality focused where it's like exactly her your food like looks whatever but i like listening but to also you it's a shtick because nice it's vegan and she's very specific right. in that here you don't you don't get the education you don't get the aesthetic. Uh, oh, there's certainly no I don't aesthetic. Know, acumen. And you don't get personality because he's silent in all of the videos. He doesn't talk. He doesn't look at the camera. He's just speeding up videos of him making French toast. Yeah, he made you know? he made a Brooklyn burger, which I assume is like his name, but also the type because he made like a smash burger, like a very... Uh... He didn't even make a smash. It's not even the smash burger. Oh, well, he made a towering. He he towered it on top. But he made like the burger it's sauce. It's the most impractical burger. I mean, it's well, the most impractical burger. Right. I love. Ugh. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm just like, this is such a, it's such a good example of an aimless son of two very famous people trying to find his mm-hmm. way. And in a way, you mm-hmm. kind of have to feel bad for him. I mean, you don't have to feel bad for him, but I'm just saying like, no. you have to kind of like, you understand this like you understand how the, the kind of lost he must feel like he has a new he has a new fiance he really loves her Nicola Peltz she's richer than God he's richer than God they don't really need to be doing anything but in that way it traps you to like what do you really want to do which means oh I'm a photographer oh I'm a cook oh I'm a this oh I'm a that it's like it's it must be very stressful and very you know you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. he's aimless I get what I get what you're saying. He's very aimless. He's very, very aimless. Famously aimless. And he's probably also the best known, he is the best known son of Victoria Posh and Bex. Like he's the name brand son, Brooklyn Beckham. He's the, he's the Northwest. <laughs> he's the Surrey Cruise. What is his, what is my favorite Brooklyn? I had to Google this. The best Brooklyn, Brooklyn Beckham photograph. Oh yeah. Which it's one? a photo of a, of an elephant in silhouette in Kenya. Okay. That he took. It's a silhouette of an elephant in Kenya. And the caption is, elephants in Kenya, so hard to photograph, but incredible to see. <laughs> I mean, Just, he, that's a he studied guy. photography in New York for a really long time. And it's not even like his food. His food doesn't appear like the food of someone who just finished culinary school. You know, like, it's not like his food looks amazing. No, looks I mean, he did, I, but that's the thing. It's like someone like brooklyn beckham would never think to go to culinary school wouldn't that be mm-hmm. what you would do you know like a no- yeah. right like you'd be like oh i want to i think i'm interested in food i'd love to go learn i should go to cu- I, have, I have endless time and endless money uh i should go to culinary school and 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 learn and he's just like i should start making food on instagram immediately yeah well it's you, you get addicted to the instant gratification sure, it's sure, not sure. just like i want instant gratification it's like my whole life i've gotten instant gratification right and why so, would you go learn how to cook when you could just cook on instagram and get a tv show or whatever a youtube show mm-hmm. i mean also it's so funny that he's in talks to youtube just start a youtube channel and do it there and monetize it like it's just such a strange like talk to Haley bieber or whatever yeah. people are so this weird. sun story that you pasted in though is so is just like the press over there is just so terrible. <laughs> Even so, on his Instagram tutorial so far, Brooklyn has shown off recipes for hearty steak quesadillas, French toast, and what looks like a very unhealthy burger with four patties. Maybe next time he will create some mega healthy nosh that's a bit more suitable for his mom. I, oh my God, I just inhaled my coffee. I can't see her touching any of these artery clogging creations. This is the this is the talk of the town, so it's got a personality. It's it's a columnist mm-hmm. like thing or whatever. Just let him have this YouTube thing. Like, not everything needs to be a YouTube series. Not everything needs to be monetized. It's just so... Yeah, well, like, especially when you don't need the money. It's like, just do... Just have fun. It's just so frustrating. Yeah, let these people have fun. It looks like he's having fun, even though, like, I'm not having fun watching it. <laughs> he does a lot of them. I'm always like, oh, another one. But the smash... It should be... The patty should be thinner. If you're making a burger like yeah, that, the patty well, should be thinner. Yeah, I know you're right. And you need one of those, like, things to weigh them down, too, which I always yeah. want to buy. But, like, that's a... Talk about a one-use tool. It's like... But you can also just get a brick and wrap it in aluminum Okay, foil. a brick? Where am I getting a brick? Yeah. A brick. Anywhere. Look a around. A brick. A brick. Look around. A brick. The ground. A brick. Where that bus ran into the brownstone? Grab a brick. Sorry to my landlord. I chipped a brick out of the wall so I could use it to make smash burgers. 
that's truly a Brooklyn burger right there. <laughs> <laughs> I took it off of a brownstone on green. Okay, moving on. Usually photographers have such insane lunch requests, but since today I'm the photographer, I'm gonna be cooking spaghetti bolognese. My dad taught me this recipe, but today I'm gonna be taking out the steak and replacing it with mushroom. I hate throwing out water, so that's why I use a little bit for the sauce. That probably needs another 20 minutes. Moving on. We got this story about Owen Wilson's ex, Varuni Vongsvirates, uh, who is kind of who is who is a nah let's just let's call a spade a spade she is a nah right but this story i thought was interesting to point out that it says the headline is very um i don't know Beatty owen's twin owen wilson's ex varuni vongsvirates shows rare photo of lookalike love child lay lila excuse me lookalike love child lila too as he's quote never met daughter so the story is about how this woman varuni Instagrammed a photo of Lila's second birthday party. Okay, Lila, look the lookalike status. Lila looks just like Owen. Yeah. Okay, that's the lookalike thing here. And they talk about how, you know, she rarely posts photos of this kid, which is true. In the past year, she's posted almost nothing. And they quote, he's never met daughter. And I was like, wow, I kind of forgot that all this happened because there was this whole scandal where he got this woman pregnant and he was like, I'm not the father. And then she got a paternity test and he was the father. And it says he's never met her, but... The story that they're quoting from is from two years ago. So it's still unclear, like right when the baby was born. So it's still unclear as to like whether or not he's met this kid in the past two years. It really does seem like she's like, he pays for everything. Like it's not a it's not an issue with, with money, but like it looks like they don't have a relationship. And that's Which kind is of why I'm so is. kind of sad. surprised she's commenting on it because it almost feels like that payment should come with a gag order or would come with a gag order to be like Well, she isn't. That's the thing. She that's what I that's oh, what I think. So is she talks this is old quotes. They're where... only using quotes that are two years old. So, so once I think the that DNA the thing test is, she's got not allowed to say anything. Taken, then she's like, All right, moving on. You know, like I don't say anything and just like yeah. I'll post pictures and if people want to write about it, that's on them. But I'm not quoted I bet oh, that was the terms. And God. so Got it, got it, got but it. what sucks is that I think what happened is that that's sort of the the corner that Owen has gotten himself into where it's like the the only thing she's ever said about him was he paid, but he's never met her. And then it looks like she got a gag order or something because she hasn't said a fucking word about this guy in two years. So now the only quote they have to use is negative. And for all we know, he could be, you know, checking in. I mean, I don't I have no idea, but we just truly don't know anything. And the quotes make it seem like she just said this, but she didn't. Yeah. So it's just, you know, always be skeptical of stories like this. I don't know. That's the lesson here. Always um, be skeptical. Always be skeptical. I just completely forgot about this this whole this whole bit of drama. Because he has two other kids that, like, he actually sees. sees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, anyway. it's just that's like a misleading headline. And it only really came from the fact that she posted a new photo on her Instagram essentially. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly like she is somebody that somebody at the sun who wrote this or they're paying attention to for this reason. Gives a shit about. And yeah. also Owen Wilson's yeah. like in Loki now, so I guess it's like okay, he's like back in the he's back in the talk of like he wasn't really exactly. acting for a while or he like took a break or whatever, so now it's like yeah. he's worth talking about. You know who's definitely worth talking about? Who? Coco Austin. We do not talk about Coco Austin enough. Ice T's wife. Well, there was a time when Coco Austin was everywhere. She still know? kind of Coco is. Coco Austin everywhere. was all over the tabs. 
she still kind of is. She's been overshadowed, I feel. I feel like she's there's something about Coco Austin By and Ice T's relationship that's very <laughs> dated. Like I look at them and I'm like I'm instantly transported to like 2009. Well, he's you know? very much like wife guy, like he loves his wife. You know, he and loves she loves being oh. the wife, you know? And now they mm-hmm. have a kid and Chanel Austin who looks just like uh Ice T and not like I mean, she she looks like her mom a little bit, but she really looks like her dad. And his jeans are more powerful. His jeans yeah. are very powerful. I think there were some photos of her, and they were like, "Whoa, Ice T, powerful jeans." You know, like the yeah. DNA she's is cute. strong. She's really cute, mm-hmm. and they often are matching, mom and daughter. And so sometimes they get press for that, or just like something like that. But this most recent press, I have to say, I love for many reasons. Okay, so <laughs> even Us Weekly covered this, which I thought was great. Coco Austin defends breastfeeding five-year-old daughter Chanel. Well, no, the Us Weekly got, they're the exclusive. That's who they Coco got, talked to. They got the exclusive. Yeah. They got the exclusive. Mm-hmm. Coco, Chanel still likes my boobs, Coco told Us Weekly. That's my favorite quote. That's like her quote she said. Chanel still likes my boobs. Normalized nursing. I'm not sure this is what we're talking about. Normalized nursing. Coco Austin explained her decision to continue breastfeeding her five-year-old daughter, Chanel. Chanel still likes my boobs, the model 42 exclusively told Us Weekly recently while sharing her parenting do's and don'ts. It's a big bonding moment for your mother, for mother and your child. Totally understand that. But here's where things mm-hmm. get a little bit like, okay, the Los Angeles native explains that while her little one does eat steak and hamburgers, Chanel, quote, Likes a little snack every now and then. <laughs> I love that language, though. Sometimes you get tired with steak and hamburgers. You just want a glass of milk, you know? She wrote, believe me, the girl loves meat, so it's not like she isn't eating real food. Thanks for understanding my view. I see most of you are eager to, eager to side with me, and I, too, root for you in your journey as well. Us moms are connected. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, <laughs> it's not PC or not like what to say, like, oh, yeah, obviously do whatever you want. If you want to keep breastfeeding your five-year-old daughter, I'm just cracking up at the, like, she eats a hamburger. <laughs> Guys, she eats hamburgers also. She just also still breastfeeds. She comes with a boo-boo and she loves on it. And it's not like she's getting a meal from it, but she's getting her little snack and it's kind of soothing her to sleep. So I I don't, I think all women do something differently, you know, when it comes to their child, but I don't want to deprive the boob from her. You know what? What? It makes me sleep. It does? See? That's good. Sleep. And you like the boo-boo, huh? Yes. I don't want to deprive her of something she wants just because society says you need to stop after two. It's the ultimate. It it doesn't surprise me. Because first of all, Coco Austin loves her boobs. Mm -hmm. Clearly. She Mm -hmm. loves her boobs. And Chanel, and she's proud of them. Chanel loves them too. And Chanel loves them too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I think that I would I would assume that, like, why take that away from her if she doesn't want it? All right. That's where you stop it. But I'm not going to say no. I, I feel like people get a lot of shit for, like, their breastfeeding decisions and opinions regardless. So she's probably always on the defense when it comes to breastfeeding issues. It's like, look, this is what I do. And this is I'm going to talk about it openly. Like, for all we know, like, Us Weekly was like, how's your day going? And she was like, look. Chanel does still breastfeed, but it's okay, you know? <laughs> I just love the idea of, like, Chanel, like, munching down on, like, a, a burger and then, like, and as opposed to, like, a milkshake, she's like, all right. <laughs> Mom. Mom. Like, Mom. Get over here. Time for some bonding. <laughs> Let's bond. <laughs> 
God, I love that she has not grown out of, and I'm talking about Coco, not Chanel, that she has not grown out of the, like, let's dress like my daughter. She's been doing this oh, for yeah. five years. No, she they love to dress like each other. It will never stop. Which is, it, it which is also stop. double insane because she, another one of her things is dressing really sexy. So that, like, it's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, mother and daughter are dressing the same outfit. It's like the outfit is, like, extraordinarily distorted on her body because she's just, like, such a, like, cartoon character of a woman. And her daughter is just mm-hmm. a normal, you know, five-year-old girl. Just a kid. <laughs> uh, I And also, it's very funny to keep seeing this headline, uh, Chanel still likes my boobs. Yeah. Kind of all over the place because it could easily read as, oh, it's a famous person talking about wearing Chanel. Right. <laughs> you know, like being right. dressed by she Chanel. She's not sample size, I'll tell you that. I mean, her <laughs> boobs are huge. They're not, like, there's no way they would fit. People have always said, oh, they, oh, Coco got a fake butt, Coco this, that, and the other, and it's been... It's been just something that's haunted her. Now, mm-hmm. I don't naturally let men touch on my wife's butt, but I want you to inspect her booty right here on television, all right? <laughs> Go on, stand up, Coke. Okay, I've... but you gotta really inspect it because uh, I, I know it's real. Okay, this, is, this is purely medical. Okay. I'm ho- I hope so. Uh, and I, I feel so honored because we know your, okay. your buttock is iconic. Look, I'm ready. And here we go. All right. I'm feeling some kind of way right now. Okay. Yeah, so, gonna... based on anatomy, right? And he in terms of the too. muscles, Listen there are the there are three muscles there. Okay. I can feel them all. There's not an implant there. Mm-hmm. I don't feel fat injected. Mm-hmm. I can certify that mm-hmm. this is a real natural. I have like a really good. You know, every once in a while, there's like an there's like an indecipherable. Australia Daily Mail Australia headline see if you can break this down influencer Indy Thu joins OnlyFans after quote splitting from her property heir boyfriend dot 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 as she continues to live rent free in Justin Hem's home with his girlfriend Madeline Holtznagel Lindsay, I can break this down because I looked it all up. I was like, I have to break this down. First of all, since when does living rent-free like not mean in your mind? It means actually <laughs> in your house. <laughs> right? Indy Thu lives rent-free in my house. Right. But, like, like means it. I was like, living rent-free is just such it. a funny term of phrase to say for real. Like it with with a uh, To mean it literally? To mean yeah. it literally at this point. She's an Instagram model named Indy Thu. Indy Thu is uh, I think 24 and her best friend is this other woman who's a model named Madeline Holtznagel Madeline Holtznagel's boyfriend is a billionaire who I think is an heir to this like pub throne and that is who Justin Hems is so Justin Hems and Madeline Holtznagel live in this enormous house because Justin is a billionaire or billionaire heir okay Indy Thu was dating another really rich heir Named oh I just had Angus Onus Faru Angus yes Angus they just split okay oh no and so she splits from this guy and she was and now she's crashing at Justin's house okay because she's best friends with Madeline sure why and not so rumors were running wild last week that Thu had been given the heave ho from Hems. Coogee pad. I guess that's a neighborhood or a town, okay? So there are rumors that were saying that Justin kicked her out after she split from Angus, who I also think Angus was friends with Justin, so oh, that's another no. reason why they were close, okay? Because okay? okay. they're like, you know, two property heirs or two billionaire heirs are buds, okay? But 
that wasn't true. And the reason we know that wasn't true is because it's straight from her management. So it says, Thu's management shut down that chatter, confirming to Emerald City that the influencer is still living there. So it's like, don't you dare start rumors that she was kicked out of this house. She still lives rent-free in Justin Hemsworth's house. I mean, the house seems like it's huge. She probably has her own, like, it's, bed and bath. She probably has her own wing. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she has her own literal building. Right. Like, uh, he's, a, last time, he's a billionaire. Last time Madeleine Holtz Nagel got press was during Australia Fashion Week. And there was this really funny headline, which has not been updated. We still do not know who this person is. But the headline was, who's that girl? Justin Hem's model girlfriend, Madeline Holtznagel, has a stunning lookalike who is turning heads at Australian Fashion Week. And the story is just about how this woman, this other blonde woman who looks just like Madeline Holtznagel. Who we still don't know who she is. And there's a full ass photo of her. There's a full ass photo of her. And she posed with all these famous people. And no one knows who this woman is. There's just like... They look the same, and they were both at Fashion Week. Can you believe it? And it's like, I kind of can't believe that two blonde women were at Fashion Week and look sort of similar. Well, isn't that the point of Fashion Week? It's all women who look the same. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's wearing clothes. Yeah, that that's the like same. a requirement. Mm-hmm. Is that all women look like mm-hmm. this? So it's not surprising that they look alike. Exactly. I'm just not surprised. While I was looking at this headline about, you know, Thu, what's her name again? Thu? Mm-hmm. What's the first one's name? Ivy. Thu. Thu. Indie Thu. Indie Thu. I got a related story that cracked me up because literally this woman, Vanessa Valderez, Valderez, she broke up with Zac Efron months ago. Yeah, Vanessa Valderez. Yeah. Valderez. I'm saying it like an insane person. Valderez. Valderez. She Mm. broke up with Zac Efron months ago, right? Months ago. Months she was a, like, ago. server, right? She was a server at, like, a restaurant that he went to. They met. She's mm-hmm. beautiful. They got together. Whatever. They've broke, been broken up for months. And yet, this woman continues to get Daily Mail press. I don't know if she's calling really them. Impressive. I think she might be at this point. Because she's getting press that is beyond. It's like, first of all, she got this week... Who needs a Hollywood hunk anyways? Zac Efron's ex-girlfriend, Vanessa Valadares, puts on a brave face as she catches up with a gal pal in Byron Bay. Back to basics, brawless Vanessa Valadares visits a wellness store in Byron Bay before driving off in a beaten up 1986 Toyota Corona following her split with Zac Efron. Showing him what he's missing, Zac Efron's ex, Vanessa Valadares, flaunts her model figure in a tiny string bikini at the beach after their shock split. But their shock split was months ago. I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, exactly. And we're getting literally headlines, like, once a week, if not more than that, about this woman literally just hanging out. She drank red wine braless in a blazer. She returned to living a Byron Bay lifestyle. She hit the beach for a winter slim. And then you have the rudest headline, which dates back to the to the same Australian Fashion Week that you're talking about, which is mm-hmm. how did Vanessa get into Australian Fashion Week? Zac Efron's ex was seen at almost every show, and now there are rumors about how she got access. This article involves the Daily Mail Australia literally surmising different points as to how this woman who they keep covering but yet nobody quote unquote knows how she got into fashion week and they're like maybe she was a seat filler it's like but you guys talk about her every single day how do you think she got also she is a she's like a beautiful young woman i I don't like if you looked at 
if you took Deck Efron out of the equation and I looked at this woman, I would say, oh, that's an Instagram model. I would just assume she's an Instagram I'm model. I'm just saying this woman right? is or a making model. the calls. Like, she mm-hmm. knows how, if you don't realize after all of these headlines and all of these examples that this woman doesn't know how to make the call, she's making the mm-hmm. phone calls. She's making the phone calls and it's working out for her. Like, she, something, some, this is working for her in some way, you it's know? So like, funny. she's getting some sort of, like, Instagram-y sponsorship or something is in the works. Because if she really didn't want this attention, I don't think she would be getting it. She would not be getting you know? headlines like drinking coffee. Like, this is not the case. She would not be, be- – she's not being followed around. Like, the Rita Ora didn't leave Australia and then the paparazzi were like, who's next? Like, she actively mm-hmm. has been calling to get – some attention and it's kind of funny to me she's basically making her her industry is being Zac Efron's ex-girlfriend I love it I kind of think it's cool I I kind of think it's like I kind of think it's cool and she because their relationship wasn't even like interesting like it wasn't fraught it wasn't necessarily like super sweet people weren't really bummed when they broke up I guess the story is cool that she was like so normal you know she worked at a restaurant and then he met her but like there's really no reason to continue following this person around not anymore (laughs) Let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She did charity. Well, charity adjacent stuff. No, she hosted. She's, she's about to host. She's hosting uh, something for St. Jude's. L.A. Art Show. L.A. Art Show for St. Jude's. She's the. She was the host of the opening night premiere party. I'm so proud to be hosting the opening night of the L.A. Art Show in partnership with St. Jude's Children's Hospital. The work St. Jude's does is life-changing and its impact can be felt around the world. I'm honored to be part of this night and uniting my love of art with an incredibly worthy cause. Great. I love activist. That. She was also she also went to the premiere or the opening party and she uh stood up from the crowd as she boldly paired a ruffled turquoise peplum top with magenta trousers. Which is mm-hmm. great. I think that's she looks This is one of those cute. outfits where I'm like, I I don't even know how I feel about it now. I wonder how I'll feel about it in ten years when you see old photos. You know when you see like old paparazzi photos from even 10 years ago and you're like wow that's so 2011 or whatever i think this outfit is i don't know that this but this i feel like a lot of what rita ora wears sort of defies uh fashion eras (laughs) (laughs) you know what do you mean like she's timeless because i would not call her that she doesn't necessarily like she loves a trend but she also loves not doing the trend thing i think mostly she just likes sticking out and if you like sticking out you're sort of time. You're more timeless than someone. Well, who you're also just like you're taking purposeful fashion risks, meaning you'll just like wear anything. But I do mm-hmm. think that also means you fall into the trend trap because you're wearing like, if if mesh is in, you're wearing like a full mesh thing. Da 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 da. This is cute because it's like a pair of like cute little trousers with like a ruffled top. Like if anything, she's like no, she looks very she's cute. low key. She's like going specifically low key for the charity. She, mm-hmm. You know, she's in pants. Yeah. yeah. She's covering up her slim pins. She is doing charity. Good for Rita. Back to And then most importantly. Back to normal. Yes, what? Oh. She went to the event of the season, Kate Beckinsale's 48th birthday. I'm sorry, party. which season? <laughs> Fall, winter, spring, summer? Which season? Late July. <laughs> <laughs> 
She went, she went to, to the event of Kate late July. Back in sales, forty eighth birthday party. I gotta say, it's like the same people are at every fucking party that I see photos of. I like that Damson Idris showed up to this one. I haven't heard from him since like a few months. Like it's been a while since we've seen Damson Idris. Right? Yeah. We got Lily still there with, Sheen, she's still right? there with Taika. Taika, uh, Rita Ora, David Schechter, no idea who that is. Jai Courtney, because they were in a movie together, and Damson mm-hmm. Idris. It's like, it's like the same people, though. Like, it's, I don't know. Anyways. It's definitely a crew. It's definitely a crew. I mean, someone's got to get And Kate loves, Kate is truly like the, the cliche of like, it's giving me life, like, this sort of stuff is what keeps Kate Beckinsale like thriving. She, you know, being she literally the is saying, "You keep me young." To every person at this party, oh, you keep me yes. young. You keep me young. She is, you know, this is this is what gives her energy. Like she's not even that old, and yet she's like, "You keep me young." You know, like she's not yeah. even. Paris Jackson was there. Anya Taylor Joy was there. Oh my you know God. who else was there? At Michael. At Michael of was there. Of he course, was. I feel like Rita. Rita brings Seems a to crew. Bit, Rita said, Rita was told she could bring whoever she wants because these people are Rita's I'm friends. I'm telling not you, Kate's friends. I'm sorry. Rita got like a plus whatever and abused it. And I'm sure Kate didn't mind because I'm sure that, a lot of people were like, I'm not getting abuse. Delta for this. I don't, I don't think that that's even abuse. I think you, inv- I think you give Rita the plus whoever because you know she's going to bring a good time. Molly Shannon showed up. Not via Rita, Wait, probably Molly Shannon because they were they were in serendipity Ooh. there. But the last photo on the Daily Mail, Molly uh, Shannon, roundup is Molly Shannon side hugging Kate Beckinsale, looking wonderful. Oh, I love that for but Rita like did, hot, Rita didn't bring Molly Shannon. Blouse. No, okay, they didn't even. I don't even think they 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 spoke at the party. Oh, you don't think that Molly Shannon and Rita spoke? The true irony is the Molly Shannon character. I'm fifty, you know. I'm fifty, fifty years old. That's like Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. Like that's like exactly that's actually the personality trait that I'm, I'm giving to kids. Um, I can kick. <laughs> I can Stretch. kick. <laughs> Stretch. My name is Sally O'Malley. I'm proud to say that I'm 50 years old. I'm not one of those gals who's afraid to tell a real age, and I like to kick. Stretch. All of the all of the Gen Z people are like, "What?" <laughs> I'll put a clip. What? You should look it up. It's funny. It's so funny. So oh. there's this SNL sketch where Molly Shannon <laughs> is 50. Molly Shannon's whole thing was being a cool, active fifty-year-old woman. That's probably what Kate Beckinsale did at her birthday: kick and stretch. Anyways, love her, I guess. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at six one nine Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday call-in show. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, bonus content, all sorts of fun stuff. Early access to our tour tickets. Uh, what else? Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for, for providing the Rita theme song. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Love to read those so much. And have a great week. Bye. Bye. You will Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. to be famous.